sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. another solo episode for you today. How is everyone feeling? I know that it's airy season now, which honestly feels so much better than than whatever was happening in March. But I'm excited. There is brighter energy and things are feeling really good. We almost have a full moon coming up. I'll have a full moon meditation for you. So that you can dive deeper into your self-concept work. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. I'm excited. It is just spring and that means summer is coming. And I have some really beautiful plans for the summertime. I'm going to be going to Croatia at some point. um, And just continuing a lot of other beautiful design work. And just manifesting some amazing opportunities and work. So... The summer is going to be super awesome and incredible, and I'm so looking forward to going back to Croatia. My parents were just here um, visiting from Croatia because now they live there, so that was really nice, and I just can't wait to go back. It's also my moon line over there, and just it's so fun to be on a different, if you're into astrocartography, It's so fun to be on a different line that you feel different energetically from. Um, And yeah, my parents have been building a new new home over there that's going to be a rental. And I'm just excited to go back to my my country of origin. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I wasn't born there, but it always feels like I was. I have such deep roots into my Croatian heritage, but yeah, I'm, I mean, just summers, they're the best, like the most incredible beaches, islands, um, just waterfalls, like nature, so much gorgeous turquoise water. I mean, the best weather, beautiful homes, villages, just everything, the food, organic, and nourishing and amazing. I'm just going to go on and on, but it's going to be great. So um, today's episode, I'm just going to dive right in and I want to talk about, it, this is kind of like a continuation from last the last episode that I had. So the last episode was all talking about self-concept work and I wanted to continue this conversation because I'm so fascinated because really this is everything that you need to know in order to manifest is really just switching your self-concept and self-identity. It's the number one thing. So I, after this like kind of 10 days of like really noticing it and, and trying to work 
through a new self-concept in my meditations and daily practices, I was like, oh, I've noticed some things coming up. So these are the five things that I've really noticed and I want to talk about it today and just kind of dive deeper into this conversation um, because I love listening to conversations about manifestation work, but I love hearing the like intricacies and how people apply into their life and when it doesn't work and when it does work and what they're noticing and basically the energetics around it, right? Because it's not like it's such a simple concept, but it can, but to get there, it can take some shifting of the energetics. So your self-concept is created by your dominant assumptions. It's kind of like the opposite of Murphy's Law, and we all know what Murphy's Law is. Um, which would be the assumption of whatever can go wrong will go wrong. And if you flip that in its opposite way, it's whatever can go right will go right. So this is the law of assumption or what some people now call lucky girl syndrome. And really it's like whatever you assume is what is going to be created. So lucky girl syndrome, believing I am capable of anything I desire. I am the luckiest girl in the world. Everything is magnetized to me. Um, I create easily. Money flows easily into my life. All of these different affirmations can go along with this idea of lucky girl syndrome. And today in my little roundup of five things that I noticed while working towards shifting into this new self-concept... The first one I talk about is really this fear of being seen, and I'll go deeper into it, but what it actually is, is my fear of doing it wrong, my fear of criticism, and that's a big one that I've kind of had throughout my whole life, and my fear of not being good enough, the imposter syndrome, so all of those are kind of connected, right? Um, Fear of getting it wrong or fear of being criticized or fear of being misunderstood is also the fear of being seen for who you are and, and like kind of, yeah, making a mistake or just that rejection that you, that could come with, you know, the criticism or somebody not understanding you or, um, you being a certain way that doesn't align with other people, you know? And this kind of imposter syndrome is very much the opposite of lucky girl syndrome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for example, I definitely went through high school with this dominant belief and it has been, you know, one of the hardest for me to shed in terms of my money and career, but now I'm switching that narrative to this is the easiest thing to change. I am so lucky. Everything is magnetized to me especially when I do what I love. I share my gifts freely and without any fear of criticism. Everybody loves what I do. Everybody understands what I do and appreciates what I do. There is no criticism and only constructive thoughts. Money is easy to manifest and I am a magnet to it. So these are some of these, you know, new beliefs that I'm working on to switch from my old beliefs, which were the imposter syndrome and the fear of criticism. So there are five 
main things that I learned during this self-concept work. And it was really interesting to go through this and really be introspective about kind of what was coming up for me, what I was noticing that was working for my self-concept work, and what really wasn't serving me. And I would say the number one thing that I personally had some resistance with was this idea of my fear of being seen. Now, I'm going to explain why this was really pertinent to my self-concept work for myself, and I think everybody has their own version of it, but my fear of being seen, which is deeply embedded into, I guess, who I am as a person in certain areas of my life, I wouldn't say in all areas of my life, Um, I think definitely for career, and I can think of an example of just when I do my best work when it comes to acting and when I can fall short. And it always has to do with that vulnerability of being really seen, like seen for who you are. So I was thinking about this in terms of changing the self-concept. So if I am afraid of being seen in a vulnerable way for who I really am, And I'm trying to change into this new self-concept of someone who isn't afraid of being seen, who is, um, needs to be at that stage of just not caring what other people think about me, um, in order to do the, the work that I want to do, then obviously this, you know, fear will come in and prevent me from switching into that new self-concept because, I need to practice and live out from the end. So live out this confident version of me who isn't afraid of, you know, not being understood. And that was a big thing even when it comes to my 5-1 in my profile for human design. It's this fear of being misunderstood. And that's kind of shown up many times in my life. So when we're doing this work of self-concept, what we're actually doing is we're uncovering all the things that we may have picked up during our childhood and imprinted onto ourselves that prevent us from maybe experiencing things or, or, you know, manifesting things in our life that we would love to experience. And for me, a big part of my career is being seen. So if I have this fear of what people are going to say about me or fear of like being seen, then of course that's going to affect me not fully stepping into this new version of myself. But now knowing that, um, it's more so about working on finding ways that it's safe for me to be seen and to be really vulnerable and to practice that every single day because that will then lead to the switch of the self-concept work and moving into a self-concept that is more aligned with the version of myself that I want to be and the things that I'm trying to manifest. 
Um, so this work is so interesting because we're actually like uncovering parts of ourselves that may be our limiting beliefs and switching those will allow us to really switch into this newer version. And it can be so easy. I mean, like really it stems from a belief and for me to believe that I am this version of myself that, that has all the, the XYZ things, part of that belief has to come into play with being seen and being okay with it and being okay with um, whatever comes along with that. So I found that really interesting and that was my number one thing. And that really plays into, I think, the idea of confidence, right? So if we don't care what other people think of us, not in a bad way, I think that we should, in a way that is healthy and good for our own self-concept evolution, right? So not worrying what other people are thinking and also not being afraid of being seen for who we really are. So that whole idea of showing up as you are, creating as you are, and that really is confidence, right? So walking into a room, being confident with who you are and confident goes along with the idea of belief. So when you're confident in something, you have a belief in it. And if you have a belief in yourself, if you have confidence in yourself, then you are on the path to the knowing that it's all done. What you are desiring is already done. It is here right now. And it's just about the universe catching up to the belief that you already have within yourself. And I could recognize this because of all the self-concept work I've done around relationships. And I'll use that as an example because I can consciously feel and know into when I was able to switch that in my own life. So when I've always had this, I guess, story or this older self-concept of myself within relationships. And when I was able to switch that, that is when I aligned with my current partner along with you know, letting go of the timing of everything. And I think really within that relationship, I saw how much of myself that I already loved at that point, how much work I've done to get to my place of just knowing, knowing and having a belief um, of aligning with this person. And also I'm thinking about like our, you know, relationship and how much I'm not afraid to be seen. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. And that might have been the case in previous relationships. So seeing that there's that belief, there's that knowing, there's that grounded experience within the relationship. It's just, it just is, it's just a knowing. It's just like a beautiful, um, acceptance and, really just building it just all back to that belief piece right so it's confidence it's belief 
it's a knowing, but there's things that we need to do in order to get to that state. So sometimes we need to just clear out some debris, especially if we're looking to elevate our lives, if we're looking to switch into this different version of ourselves that is doing something different, showing up as a different person. And the way we do that is by establishing new daily practices, establishing new belief systems. And sometimes we have to take away parts of the old ways of thinking in order to make room for the new ways of thinking. And when I was doing the self-concept work, what I was really recognizing is that there was a little bit of this, you know, this like fear of being seen, misunderstood, saying the wrong thing, um, comparing myself to other people, which is the second thing actually. So the second part of, of what I've recognized during, during this work is the comparison. Comparison really came in and even though I was like consciously aware of it, I was like, oh yeah, there's comparison again. It's coming through because I wasn't confident within who I am and, and what I'm creating right? And this can be like a whole long journey in our lives of getting to these different levels and stages. And it's a beautiful journey. I mean, this is like what we came here to do, but recognizing specifically within this work that some of my number one thing was fear of being seen. Um, and this is specific to what I am manifesting, right? And then the second thing was comparison. And just seeing how like comparison snuck in to show me that there's still places within my self-concept that I didn't believe, right? Because if you believe that you are the, you know, um, I don't know if you're, if you believe like, oh, I'm an amazing photographer. I can take beautiful photos. I have my own style and I'm going to get clients that can be you know, a belief that you develop over time, over practice, while also a belief of that you can switch within your self-concept. But if you're comparing yourself, you're seeing the lack, you're seeing where you're still in your mind falling short. And then I think it comes back all the way again to, you know, we're all individual beings. We all came here with different gifts. And creating with your own self, like creating what you came here to create and being totally happy and blissful about what you're creating just allows you to establish your own path. And it's also this knowing state that, you know, the world is abundant. There's going to be jobs for everybody. And if we have that kind of state to believe in, then of course, you're always going to be aligning with the right people for you, right? So the second one was comparison and seeing how um, the little ways that comparison still crept on in, which affected my self-concept work. Because in order to believe something fully that you want to achieve, and, and for me, it's all career. So that's where my basis is. Then I... And it's normal and it's natural to sometimes compare, but finding ways that I can really appreciate what I do and love what I do and not care if it's, you know, 
not as good as other people in a certain degree um or even have that comparison just like love what you do believe that it's worthy believe that I mean we all came here worthy but believe that you're 100% capable of achieving the things that you desire to achieve and believe that you have your own unique lens that allows you to do that thing so the third thing that was like a big another big thing that came through when I was like uncovering all this self-concept work and when I talk about self-concept work I'm really just mean like what can you believe about yourself or what desires can you believe already exists in the now and it's just about like aligning with it right and it's just as simple as like it really goes down to what do you believe about yourself what is your self-identity what is your self-concept so the third big thing was like the noise like the all of the like things happening in the world all of the like low vibrational stuff that can pull you in so easily and I got my I got pulled into it many times and I think just learning how to see something read something but not let it take over and know that I'm still like I have my own you know mission that I came here to do and and things that I want to create and it doesn't mean that there's less valuable if all this stuff is happening in the world and and the more that we can do things that we love and that lights us up the more that we'll see the world around us change so really becoming the change that we want to see in the world as opposed to always trying to fight the change right so I saw that the world the noise of the world like really crept in and that was interesting um so finding new ways to not let it affect my self-concept but at the same time um not need to indulge in it all the time because it can kind of be like same same with like procrastination right so when we're like seeking out these ways to just entertain ourselves or procrastinate we're just we're like not leaning into the things that we like should be doing um the fourth thing that I realized kind of in this little experiment I mean we're always doing this so it's just like me noticing these things but when it's working it feels so juicy and fun and um just expansive and free so when we're really like in the vibration of the self-concept of like feeling good and feeling the belief and kind of like that high that you come off of out of a meditation it just feels really good and that's when you know you're like you're on the right path right so your good feeling thoughts are the indication that the self-concept work is working because you're not caring about the 3d world you don't care what's going on around you you have a full belief in like what you came here to do and you believe in yourself and you know you are worthy and you see all the blessings in the world and you yeah it just feels like expansive and free and really fun so the more that you can lean into those feeling states the more that you know that you're on that path of the self-concept work and then the fifth thing that I realized doing this is that you're always manifesting so you can never really get it wrong 
and it's a lifelong journey and we came here to expand and to create and to create our world and to see it more as like getting to this next level right so instead of being like oh my gosh like I have all these like crazy dreams how am I gonna do it, it seems so big it's like just do level by level right see the world a little bit like a video game and it might make it easier for you to reach that next spot um an example for me is like I can think about like five years ago when I used to go into a day job and just so much anxiety that I felt going into that work and I haven't had that anxiety feeling when it comes to work in the last five years and that is an up level in itself right so like to be grateful for that and excited about that and to know that okay I did that so like what's the next level you know it's like okay the next level is like wanting to um call in my perfect farmhouse or um my role in an amazing film like things like that where I'm consciously wanting to experience that and it's just getting to this like next level then the next level then the next level and it feels a little bit easier it's like little steps up the mountain instead of having to like just jump up to the top of the mountain essentially but yeah we're always creating we're always manifesting we always have new chances of doing it because we're constantly doing it so how much so you never can like get it wrong like I, I had moments where I was like oh am I doing this wrong and it's like well, no, we're always doing it. So either we're like conscious creators or we're like unconscious creators. And the more we can become conscious creators, then we can kind of divert that energy towards the flow or the place that we want to be in. So yeah, that's really like the five main things that I've noticed. I think the number one thing, which was a big one for me in this is recognizing how much I kind of had this like fear of being seen, which obviously tied to like the work that I want to do. There is an aspect of be having to be like, okay with that. Um, and I can even think about that in terms of like my acting. I remember just as an example, I did this class a couple years ago and I, I did this one, we were doing these exercises in this class. And I remember that I was like very vulnerable with my emotions within this one exercise and that's when the teacher was like yes this work is so good and I felt so exposed like oh my goodness everyone saw me right and not great parts of me because it was like a very emotional moment and but that's when we got to the good stuff right so it's this like idea of being okay like especially in terms of like what you're trying to create and for me part of it is like part of that comes with being seen and since we are our own creators we can create things the the way that we want to experience them right so now I'm like ooh, how am I going to create this experience where I can be seen but it's going to be fun or like I can be seen and be vulnerable when it feels safe for me um just like when I was talking about being in the relationship and feeling really safe to be vulnerable and to be seen because like we created this environment where it felt really good so we can be creators any way we want so even though we have these like limiting beliefs we don't have to push or force our way to being a certain way that doesn't feel right within our just like 
natural selves, right? So we can find ways where we're still, I can still show up. I can still be seen, but in the way that satisfies the new self concept and still satisfies the person that I am. So there's no force. There's no manipulation. There's no like faking it, like just being as real as possible in the parameters, creating the boundaries within that, that feels really nourishing and expansive for me to where I want to be. So that was really cool. And knowing that like, okay, I can change my self concept, but I can do it in a way that like is exciting. That makes me feel good. That doesn't make me feel like I'm trying to force anything or trying to be different. It just feels like a higher elevated version of myself, like the version of myself that I want to be, you know? Um, and with that, it's just like practicing daily, going more into the meditations, holding the pose of the frequency continuously, just like, um, creating the like funnest, juiciest way of getting there that getting to the like desire or the destination that feels good for me, you know? And it's, it's good to like do this work and then also recognize like, Ooh, I can like, I can work on that a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can show up a little bit differently. Um, yeah. So really the number one thing I will say about self-concept work is just like your, you know, your belief in yourself, right? Is that it all it comes down to is belief. Whatever you believe, you will see. And it can be so simple or we can make it so difficult. And it's really up to us. And it plays into this whole idea of like the law of assumption. Whatever you assume to be true will be true, right? Whatever you assume. So I'm really lucky that in terms of my health, I have a really good foundation of how I believe about my health and it always comes true. So now I'm trying to switch that for my finances and for my career. Um, but yeah, it's all about that belief structure and we can have different belief systems when it comes to different areas of our life, right? So we're going to be doing this, for, you know, forever and in, in the journey of our life. And how much more fun is it to be an active participant and creator of your experiences and to be a manifester and to manifest amazing experiences in your life? And it comes from that devotion, daily practice and belief, belief in yourself and changing that belief within you, however it however you need to do it in order to make it feel safe for you, make it feel exciting, whatever works for you. Yeah. And that's about it. So those are the five major things I learned during this like 10 days of self-concept work. And I'm just going to continuously do this every single day. And it's almost like a muscle, right? Like you're going to the gym and training and every day working towards this newer, um, I always say in my meditations, like a higher version of you, like what would my higher self dress like or whatever I say in my meditations, but constantly working towards the 
higher version of yourself because when you do start to like really believe in that version it's like wow then the universe comes in and it can be so fast um yeah so that's everything I had to talk about today when it comes to the five like major lessons major things that I've realized and I'm sure that I'll realize more things as I dive more into this work because I love it so much it's so fun to discover and and just really explore explore together on this podcast so I hope you have a beautiful week weekend whenever you're, whenever you're listening to this podcast um yeah and if you are kind of working on switching your self-concept and self-identity I would love to hear about it I'd love to hear from you if you're loving this podcast especially if you're loving the meditations that I have on the podcast if you can go leave a rating and review over on Apple just because it just helps other people find the podcast and I don't really have any reviews over there <laughs> so it would just really be great to start getting a couple of those so more people can find the podcast so yeah hope you love this one and I'll talk to you soon